injuries, and death. This is the reality they deal with when making contact with the public. Another reality is that if someone doesn't comply with a lawful order or uses force against them, police may have to use sufficient force in response to obtain compliance. Use of force is always ugly. Nobody likes it, especially police, and nobody knows how it will turn out. Spread the word. For de-escalation to work, both parties must de-escalate, and de-escalation isn't necessary if there is no escalation. Help police by not escalating. Don't attack or try to disarm an officer, whether it's getting asked a question, getting a citation, or getting arrested. Don't argue, don't resist, don't flee. After the encounter has been resolved is the time to address any complaints. Comply now, complain later. Keep everybody safe. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. To learn more about how to help law enforcement accomplish its goals, visit nationalpolice.org. The same great show with the same great host, just at a new time. Live and local with Kevin Wall. Now, weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 670 KMZQ. Talk radio done right. You know, it's interesting. We've been talking a lot about presidential politics, and obviously we've got, you know, uh, primaries coming up uh, next year. we got the general election coming up next year. Uh, but people are already, uh, for instance, uh, Tim Scott, I saw him on TV earlier today in Iowa. He just happened to be, of all the places, to take a couple of days off from uh, being a senator from uh, South Carolina. Uh, you decide to go to Iowa. In the middle of February, with snow on the ground. Tell me if that makes sense. Uh, Mark Penn is a, a longtime Democrat pollster. He was on Fox yesterday, and with uh, this reaction to the recent GOP presidential polling, some of it is more narrow than others. But listen to Mark Penn. This cut to uh, Mark Penn, the Democrat pollster for Clinton. Who would you choose as a GOP nominee? Donald Trump, 43%. Ron DeSantis, 41 What do you make of this one at this stage of the game, Mark? Look, I, I, I think there's a, there's a silent presidential primary going on here. Ron DeSantis knows that Donald Trump has an incredible base within the Republican Party. DeSantis has been going on the cultural conservative route for a while. I think that was beginning to lose him some voters, particularly moderates that might cross over. Now he's on to crime. I think that was a smarter play for him. Uh, And he's got to get about 10 percent. Look, we ran in the Harris poll, you know, a two-way Republican primary. Republicans only 56-44 for Trump. He's got to take away some Trump voters if he's going to have a chance. And And what he's got to do is find an in through these issues and by going around and saying that he's qualified to run this country and take it in a direction that Republican voters want. So the primary, the presidential campaign and the presidential primary, it's clearly already started. Uh, that's Mark Penn. Uh, he was on uh, Fox yesterday uh, on uh, on Fox News Channel. I, I'm, I'm just going to tell you, uh, I agree with Mark Penn. I think the primary is already underway. Uh, you saw the former president, Donald J. Trump, with 14,000 bottles of water in East Palestine. Oh, oh, and did you hear? Pete Buttigieg, Secretary of Transportation, is going uh, tomorrow, I guess, 
Yeah, he's he's going tomorrow to East Palestine. Sorry, the former president went there today. Stay with us. More to do as we continue. Uh, Coming up, Daniel Gallant, Assemblywoman District 23. What's going on up in Carson City? They had a big snowfall last night. We'll see if they were working today or if they called things off. We'll do that. And a whole lot more coming up on AM 670 KMZQ, where news is next. It's Patrick Casal, the MultiCare Group. With the difficulty in finding quality employees to ensure your business thrives, I have a solution for you. Offer employee benefits. Benefits are 100% tax deductible to the employer, income tax-free to the employees and dependents, can be used nationally, and are far more robust than any other individual plan being offered. The MultiCare Group can help you obtain affordable quality health benefits. We have access to association health plans that offer multiple options, attractive rates for you and your employees, with national access and the finest hospitals and physicians in the United States. Call the MultiCare Group today for your no-obligation quote, 702-396-9449. We have access to all the carriers that offer health insurance, dental coverage, vision care, group life and disability insurance. Allow our relationships to guarantee you the most competitive rates. The MultiCare Group can provide you with all these services, plus we can offer payroll services at the most competitive rates, along with the best workers' compensation programs available in the country. Call Patrick Casal of the MultiCare Group today, 702-396-9449. Live from the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa Studios. From the world-famous Las Vegas Strip. AM670 KMCQ, Las Vegas. Locally owned and operated by Kemp Broadcasting and Digital Outdoor. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters reporting. A brutal winter storm is making its way across the U.S. In the upper Midwest, Minnesota Department of Transportation spokesperson Ann Myers says three to four inches of snow is typical. But this storm is anything but typical. It's been a while since we've seen you know, 10 inches to a foot of snow in, in a 12-hour period. That's what we're anticipating. So that's just a lot of snow to contend with, uh, challenging to get off the road uh, quickly when it's coming down that much. And then, of course, we're going to have some blowback issues due to the strong wind. The storm has knocked out power in California, closed interstate highways from Arizona to Wyoming, and prompted more than 1,500 flight cancellations. Schools throughout the Dakotas, Minnesota, and Wisconsin were called off, and officials warned of blizzard-like conditions. There's another name in the running for the 2024 GOP presidential nomination. Correspondent Bob Agnew reports. Vivek Ramaswamy has announced he's seeking the GOP nomination for 2024, vowing to restore fundamental American values if elected. The second-generation American holds in high esteem ideas like merit-based achievement, saying excellence and exceptionalism lie at the heart of the American identity. He's also authored books that push back against leftist ideals, including Nation of Victims and Woke Inc. Inside Corporate America's Social Justice Scam. He's been described as the nation's leading crusader against the imposition of ESG, environmental, social, and governance standards, in U.S. corporations, something he says harms investors. Bob Agner reporting. President Biden says Russian President Vladimir Putin made a big mistake by suspending his country's participation in the last remaining U.S. nuclear arms control treaty. Mr. Biden condemned the Russian decision to pull back from the treaty known as New Start. On Wall Street, a mixed day as the Dow is down by 84 points. More at townhall.com. 
Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. Hi, this is Wayne Alaroot. We are at war with an invisible enemy that impacts us all, especially here in Las Vegas. I'm talking about electromagnetic waves, EMFs from our phones and electronics, smart meters, Wi-Fi, and especially the new more powerful 5G. If you're experiencing immune challenges, sleeplessness, headaches, muscle aches, weight gain, or just feel extra stress, it could be your body's natural reaction when it feels under attack. Your solution is Life Armor, a 30-year proven health technology that powers up your body's natural defenses from harmful waves, EMF, Wi-Fi, and 5G. It's like your own personal force field. The results are immediate. Life Armor improves your physical and mental performance instantly. Go to lifearmor.us. Check out their wearable protective accessories. I wear their bracelet and pendant. Life Armor offers a 100% money-back guarantee and a 20-year warranty. Protect yourself and your family. Go to lifearmor.us. Use code war and save 20% lifearmor.us It's 204. This is your KMCQ News Flash. I'm Jim Dallas. It was a busy day for the Clark County School District Police as they recovered four firearms at three different schools yesterday leading to multiple arrests. Two guns were recovered at El Dorado High School from two different students. Another gun was found at Mojave High after a family member reported a gun was stolen from their home. A gun was also found by a staffer at Escobedo Middle School. District police officials say arrests were made in all four of those cases. But your power bill is going up again. Envy Energy has filed its quarterly rate adjustment with the Public Utilities Commission, asking for an average rate increase of 1.54% beginning in April. Company officials say the rate hike will cover increased fuel costs. The filing says a single-family customer would experience an increase of 1.2%, or $2.42 on a monthly average bill. The rate hike would be the fourth straight quarter that Envy Energy is increasing its rates for all Nevadans. Southwest Gas is also expected to seek a rate increase. KMZQ satellite weather, cloudy with showers today, a high of 50, a low of 39. It's 42 degrees right now. KMZQ on-time traffic is powered by Meineke Car Care Centers. Right now, get a basic oil change for only $29.95. Meineke, doing car care right. Watch for a crash on the right shoulder. Interstate 15 southbound, that's at Sahara. Do expect reduced speeds there on 15 south between Flamingo and Tropicana with those lane restrictions. They're going to be in place until the summer of 24. And some right shoulder activity on the Beltway, 215 eastbound 
at Gillespie. Mr. President, it's time to get to work. Surely we both agree that the national debt is too high. Surely we both agree that inflation hurts American families. Surely we can trim waste and streamline programs to make them both stronger and more efficient. Congressional Republicans are ready to act, to save our country and to make America stronger. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Wall. So good to have you with us. On this Wednesday, this Ash Wednesday edition of Live and Local, it is Hump Day, and it is, uh, uh, I guess, 10 days into the uh, 82nd Nevada legislature, and uh, somebody that's been there from start to finish, she's still there, she's still fighting the good fight, Danielle Gallant, Assemblywoman from District 23. And uh, Danielle, first of all, thanks for joining us, and I I know you're always busy. there was a forecast for a bunch of snow. Did you end up getting it? And are you guys working today? Yes, we're working today. We worked on President's Day. We got a bunch of snow last night. Roads were a little icy this morning, but it was good. But we're supposed to get dumped on on Friday. Oh, my gosh. Can't get hit again. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, tell Tell me what the first two and a half weeks have been like for you. Um, a lot of amazing information. I feel like I'm back in my master's program again. So I've really enjoyed learning so much about different departments and goals um, for Nevada and bills that are coming through and how like GoEd works, which is uh, economic development. And then also how our attorney general department works and what they're focusing on. So that that has been phenomenal. It's I'm like a sponge you know, soaking up all this new information. Is everybody still playing nice in the sandbox or have uh, Democrats uh, gotten, uh, gotten nasty? Nothing overt, but I mean, Republican bills are not really being heard at, at hearing in the committee. So we've only had one or two where Democrats have had a lot more. Is there any, is there any issue after talking with some of your uh, Democrat colleagues that have, either publicly or privately told you, hey, I can work with you on that. I can uh, I, I can see maybe with some uh, amendments, maybe we could pass this. Uh, anything like that? Um, you know, everybody is being kind of keeping everything very close to the vest. And I have a feeling that with on the Democrat side, there's a, a lot of dictating what can be signed and what can't be signed rather than the individual necessarily making that I want to talk about one bill that has drawn a lot of uh, interest uh, on both sides of the aisle. It's uh, Assembly Bill 51, and it's a a policing bill, is it not? It is. So um, this one actually means a lot to me because before I got into real estate, I was uh, practicing marriage and family therapist. So when I started off with domestic violence, running a support group for a bunch of um, survivors and um, currently as a law states is that if there's probable cause with a domestic violence um, call then the, the police have 24 hours to pick up the perpetrator 
without a warrant. And now at 24 hours and one minute, they then have to get a warrant, which takes several months. So those that you know are, are abusive to their families or their significant others, um, they, they know this, so they wait 25 hours to show up. So this is asking for it to be extended to seven days so that the police can be able to arrest based on probable cause within the seven days of the incident rather than having to get a warrant. Um, after the seven days, then you would have to get a warrant, but it increases the ability of, for them to be able to, to arrest um, based on probable cause. Uh, will Assembly Bill 51 get a hearing, or will it be one that, that dies down that, uh, that legislative rat hole? No, so we actually had a hearing today, and it was very interesting uh, to, to see some of the questions, and there seemed to be some concern on the Democrat side about how the police would approach this perpetrator. Um, and, you know, there was a little bit of this underlying concern of, like, pr- police brutality. Um, and I found it astounding because I grew up in an era where we really fought for women's rights, and that feels like it's dwindling, and that it makes me very sad. Does anybody worry about the uh, the spouse's uh, rights in this? I mean, we worry about the, you know, the uh, the, the perp, uh, you know, the, the the guy the guy that's up on charges, but we don't worry much about mm-hmm. the about the woman. It, it didn't seem like that was a big um, focus. I mean, on on my end, it was a focus. Um, I wanted to know, like, when does it start and and then like what's the like what's the what's the precipitating moment where that clock starts um because you know people are good about getting around the rules and so i really wanted to make sure that there was a way for the police to be more successful in in protecting these women and their kids will it get a vote um i think so um there was um support i mean this was um uh, brought forth, um, referred to the Committee on Judiciary on behalf of the Attorney General. So I think it will get a vote. Um, it did originally. The bill was for, for extending it to 14 days, and it's been um, negotiated down to seven. So there has been some amendments, um, and I do think it will get a vote. And I hope it has, you know, the possibility of passing. Will the amendments make it a better bill? You think, just knowing what you know. And I think, you know, any any extension is better than none at all. Um, and I think it'll be good to, to start at seven days and see what kind of success they have. And if we have to revisit this next cycle, then that's what we'll do. Again, Danielle Gallant joining us, Assemblywoman from District 23. Uh, I know that you get more than one uh, BDR, Bill Draft Request, which eventually may become law. Uh, What are some of the other uh, uh, BDRs that you filed, uh, and do you have the legislative language out on on any of them yet? Yeah, so I've got two BDRs that that I've got the language on. One is 106, and the other one is 111. Um, 106 is what I call my handyman bill. So currently, as it stands, um, handyman can do up to $1,000, and that includes time and materials, which um, is non-permitted work. That's been on the book since 1970. So I popped that number into the inflation calculator, and I got 7600 and change. I rounded down to 7600 
you know, it seems like most people I talk to, it seems very reasonable. There is a pushback from the contractors board, um, but that's sort of their, I mean, they're meant to be very restrictive. Um, but I really think this is going to make a huge difference to homeowners and property managers and the handyman community so that they have an opportunity to be able to earn a living and even be able to qualify for a higher license, which is very expensive and the barrier of entry is significant. Any of the um, other? And then the other. Yeah. Yes, sorry. The other one is 106, which is religious protections, um, allowing, you know, religious artifacts to be affixed to the doorframe in HOA communities. And this just codifies their religious protections under fair housing, because um, we have had some incidents where there's, you know, some issues with boards giving people a hard time about that. Um, the can you, other can one you, can is- you can, can you quickly give us uh just just a, a quick uh, uh, list of, of the types of things you're talking about. So, for instance, like a mezuzah. Within the Jewish religion, it is law to have the mezuzah fixed to the doorframe. Um, I do also know that like, the Buddhist saints have some, uh, and I'm blanking on it right now, but they also have some religious practices and affixing things to the doorframe, even as just a crucifix. Uh, so, it's it's very limited on the size, so it's not going to be like you're going to have some crazy door, um, you know, decorations, but it does allow for a limited and small religious artifact to be affixed to the doorframe. I know that you've been a part of debate in committee. Uh, can you talk a little bit about some of the bills? Maybe they're not your bills, that, but that have crossed your desk uh, that you think that we will be talking about in the weeks and months to come? Um. So, oh, you're kind of putting me on the spot right now. So it, we've had a lot of presentations, and I'll say, like, the the overarching theme from presentations with, like, the Cannabis Oversight Board, the Attorneys General, um, and we've also got, um, like, the DMV, is the, the theme is, is that there's a staffing issue, um, also with the Supreme Court as well. Staffing issue, the, the amount, the, the salaries that we're offering are, are way below market. So we know what's coming is that everybody's going to be asking for an increase in their budget to be able to be more competitive in the market with staffing. Let me ask you, because money, uh, you know, we've been told by the governor, we've got all this uh, this uh, uh, federal money. We We refer to them on the show as Biden bucks. Uh, but money that is flowing into the state. Uh, and he says there's no reason for a tax increase, yet we see on the horizon the possibility of a tax increase, at least for property taxes. What do you know about that, and, and, and how close are we to actually having some form of, of property tax increase? Uh, I, I don't think that that's going to be a possibility. Just because it's introduced doesn't mean it's actually going to get signed into law. And, and Governor Lombardo has been very clear, no tax increases. And I do believe that he is going to stick to that. Have you had, speaking of the governor, have you had your 30-minute meeting yet? I did. I had my meeting with him last week. Uh, we talked about um, some of the you know, goals that I have for Nevada and possibly for this session and then even moving beyond that over the next few years. And also talked to him about how we could best support him. And uh, a lot of it was just 
You heard my state of the state. Education is going to be important. Really looking forward to having your support with that, which of course we are, and keeping the lines of communication open. Um, it was great. He took a lot of notes and um, seemed very um, open to assisting our caucus in getting some of our bills heard and possibly sign into law. So in other words, very positive meeting. It was. You know, we are talking about Biden bucks. Let me tell you something about how it's so crazy about the federal um, funding. So Nevada currently has 400000 or $400 million to um, do infrastructure for broadband in this state. And we can't touch it because the stipulation says we have to have 100 MPBs upload and download. It is standard to have download at that level, but in this state, we typically have about 10 to 20 upload. It, this technology really doesn't exist in this state. So we can't touch that money. <laughs> really? <laughs> to be able to get, yeah, to get internet to our rurals. And I, and I have said this a million times, I'm wondering where our representatives were in Washington when they cut this deal. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes no sense at all. Uh, is it something that we can take some of that money and, and build the, the, the download? Well, we can. And I think that was the people that they got the advice from was like, oh, great, we can use government money to provide infrastructure in those urban areas because that'll be easiest and be able to, you know, bring more money to those particular companies to get that that technology in Las Vegas and Reno and those bigger areas. But concurrently, our, our internet is fine. Like it's good. My house is 20 for upload and it's fast. It's, it's, it's exactly what we need. But I've got issues in rurals where, particularly in the pandemic, Zoom is crashing because all they have is CenturyLink and it cannot keep up with video um, calling. So I need that to be focused in the rurals. And Starlink would be perfect, but their upload is 10 to 20. Still be a lot faster than what they've got now, closer to what we've got in the major metropolitan areas. And it would be a lot cheaper because you don't have to lay lines. Can you do that legislatively uh, even now at this late date? Um, We could. And I did talk to the governor about it, and he did say that he was working on it. I would love to see at the federal level um, our representatives um, kind of do a carve out and amend that money so that we can actually use that 400 million. But I don't. I, I might probably shouldn't hold my breath on that. Uh, you're asking. You're asking for a lot, Danielle. You're asking for a whole lot. <laughs> Danielle, Danielle, I know one of the things you do uh, uh, maybe better than uh, than anybody uh, there in Carson City, and that is uh, constituent service. Uh, the reports we get are are really positive. Uh, if if somebody wants to reach out to you, whether they live in twenty three or not, um, mm-hmm. how can they find you? How can they reach out to you? How can they get your help? Yeah, so they can give me a call on my cell phone seven two five two seven two seven seven nine eight, or they can send me an email. My email address is danielle at danielle, the number 4nv.com, and danielle is spelled D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E. Really good. Danielle, always good to visit with you. Keep fighting the good fight and dig out from the snow. 
Be careful this weekend, okay, because you got snow coming uh, again uh, to your area up there. Uh, or, uh, by the way, by the way, you're going to try and come home over the weekend? I, I'm hoping to fly home on Friday, but we'll have to see with this uh, storm that's coming if I'm able to get out. If not, I'm going to miss my family terribly, but I will take Saturday if it's not snowing and head up to Mount Rose and go skiing. There you go. There you go. Uh, kind of a working <laughs> uh, working vacation for a day. That's not bad. Yeah. Danielle, thank you so much. Have a safe weekend, and we will talk again soon, okay? Sounds good. Thanks, Kevin. Danielle Gallant, uh, Assemblywoman, District 23. She's a, She really works very hard at, at uh, constituent service. Uh, which is what, you know, we always think of them as debating bills and voting and, you know, uh, conducting hearings. But a lot of the work they do is constituent service, which is really important. Stay where you are. More to do as we continue on AM 670 KMZQ. The revolution is being broadcast. Wayne Allen Root, this afternoon, 3 to 6, on AM 670 KMZQ. Talk radio, done right. I'm attorney Paul Powell. If you get hurt in a crash, did you know your lawyer can take more money than you? You get hurt and the lawyer gets rich. Not very fair, is it? I promise never to take more money than you. Paul Powell, more lawyer, less fee. Some restrictions apply. See that light on the dash? Don't ignore it. My Auto Service has been owned and operated since 2009 by the Lodge family. Let us help take care of your investment. We have two locations to serve you, 7870 West End Road and 6104 West Cheyenne. Give us a call, 702-242-5432. Let our friendly staff know your friends of the Lodge family. Smog checks and synthetic blend oil changes are only $14.95 when you mention the Lodge family. Take care of your investment. Call My Auto Service today at 702-242-5432. 